Well, the technology glitches. So what other question did you have? I had a question. You said go to grain-free wet food for my cat who keeps throwing up Correct. because she probably has diabetes yes. or cancer. Correct. Can I use the dry food that I have and wet it down with warm water, or is that different than the actual You wet know, food because your cat's kind of in distress, I would just either donate the bag or whatever, you okay. know, uh, because she really needs to get on, you know, you got to really snap to it. Cause it. And also, see, this is another thing that I want you to think about is that most of your vets, you know, know nothing about good nutrition. And so what they're going to do is they're going to suggest if she does have diabetes to put her on a special specialty diet, which will be, you know, either canned, but mostly it's all uh, uh, dry. Okay, now all your dry foods are at least 50 to 60% carbs. What do carbs turn into? Sugar. sugar. What does sugar turn into? <laughs> Fat yeah. and then diabetes and cancer. And the numbers go totally off the wall, okay? So that's why I would try to pull her off that dry as soon as possible because that's going to change your numbers hugely, all right? For okay. how much, if she does have diabetes, if, and I would lean more towards diabetes. Is she is, uh, in the uh, litter box? Is she, does it seem like it's a lot more uh, pottying going on? Not doodling, just, you know, piddling. It has for a while, yeah. Yep, so that's a huge thing right there, yep. My guess, I'm leaning towards diabetes. And so that's why you got to have it tested, and then, you know, it just depends on how far off she is. And okay. then, you know, as far as the insulin they're going to do. But if you can get her off that dry food right away, that's going to make the numbers look a lot better. I will do that. Do you have a suggestion with dry or uh, wet food? I would. Well, see, right tuna? now, well, no, to stay away from tuna. That's big fish, heavy metal, okay? Oh, okay. You don't want that. Okay, so uh, Nutrisource came out with eight new grain-free that do not have chicken. Almost everything has chicken, dog, cats are chicken to death. So try some of the Nutrisource, N-U-T-R-I, source, one man per Minnesota. Okay, okay, they've got eight new ones that are grain-free, canned, with no chicken. And so that's what I would strongly suggest that, okay? Okay, and don't, and, what? Go ahead. One last question. Is there only one type of diabetes, or is there like type 1, type 2, that are like humans? Okay, have? what you need? You got a piece of paper and a pencil? Uh, I'm in the car. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, well, you can tur- turn back into this. You can podcast this, you know, when you get home. Sure. Okay, yep. but you got to go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com and okay. healthypets.mercola.com and read up on cat diabetes. Okay? okay, and then go from there and set your plan up. And like I said, your vet is going to automatically want to put them on, you know, but this is where you've got to empower yourself and really think mm-hmm. about what diabetes is, you know, in the human world. You know, carbs feed the sugar, right? And we yep. don't want sugar for our animals or for us. So that's why, like I said, get a handle on it, get her tested, and so then and then go and go from there. But if it's possible, just give her grain-free can tonight. Try to just nix the, the dry ASAP, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, kiddo. Right. Keep me posted, okay? Thanks so much. You bet, kiddo. You, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes. Anytime a cat or a dog is losing weight, and especially if they're overweight, it means diabetes or cancer nine times out of ten, okay? I'm not a vet, folks. I'm not a vet. I have just learned a lot of different you know, different things throughout my years. And so I just want you to empower yourself, look into it, you know, just don't hit the panic button. If you get a diagnosis of cancer, then uh, let's see, Help Your Dog Fight Cancer uh, by Lori Kaplan is an awesome book to, to read, Help Your Dog Fight Cancer. And then, I can, like I say, any kind of like uh, digestive disorders or whatever, you've got to empower yourself. So you go in armed and say, well, what about if let's do this or let's do that? You know, just don't be a drone, okay? We have a tendency to do that with our own human 
you know, whereas uh, we just nod our head and just take pills and such like that. Whereas, you know, by changing our eating habits and such like that, we can get off a lot of the bad, you know, the pills or and change our stuff. And that's the same thing in the animal world. All right. So, yeah. So cats really should be on grain free canned food. Also, I use for my cats, uh, the like the raw bistro from Cannon Falls. I use uh, their dog recipes for my cats. Not on a regular, you know, they'll get it like three times a week. Okay. Because, uh, uh, but anyway, and then obviously it's at room temperature. And so you like get some freeze dried into the cat's diet, get some raw into the cat diet. That's the best thing that you can do because a dry cat food for young cats, they can usually do, do okay on it until they're about four or five years old. And then that's when all of a sudden their system can start tanking. If your cat is throwing up, get them off that dry food. Okay, just try it for two weeks. No dry food for two weeks and see what happens. If your cat quits throwing up the food, 10 to 1, bingo, you're on the right track. Okay. All right. Where are we at there, Miss Marley? Carly? Carly? I was like, Carly, Marley? Carly, Marley? Sarley? All right. We, ha- we can take another caller. Right. We have Wendy on the line. Okay. Wendy has a question about her nine-month-old dog that is grabbing her pant leg. Ah, yeah. fun. That's fun to do. <laughs> okay. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? Hey, Katie. I'm doing well. You know my dog because we went through your puppy class oh, about five months ago. Oh, who I'm is in it? the Simon the Pekingese. Oh, Simon. He's come out of a shell, has he? <laughs> He's super friendly. He's wonderful. We've learned so much. We're applying everything in the class. The only thing that I'm having problems with him is, is when I get home, he is like a leg embellishment, and it's only with me. If I have company over, he doesn't bother anybody else. Okay, yeah. But I can't get him off my pants leg. Okay, have you tried and, the water? I, I haven't done a spray bottle yet, but yeah. that was my next. Yeah, use the water or the shake can is what you're gonna do. And when he when he starts to come in, you know, just get, you know, tell him the word back, so he backs mm-hmm. off. Okay, ah, ah, back, ah, back. Thank you. Or if he does get all the way in and gets a hold, then the word is leave it. Okay, okay. ah, leave it. And either use the water, you know, face or the shake can, and or you know, use either you know, cha- trade it up. But you want him to learn that as he's coming in. Ah, don't even think it, Simon. Don't even think it. You know, back. And then, oh, j- good job. Very nice. Let's go. Come on. So that he's he's created a game is what he's done. It's just that yeah. that's his way of saying, Mommy's home. Let's go. All right. So. Yeah, he's a little thinker. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but well, you came, you did very, very nice. I, the first week of clash, Simon was like, yeah, let, get me out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> he was very oh, frightened. Yeah he, came, yeah, he came out of a shell so nice. You did a very good job with him. Oh, but yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, so that's what you just it is. This is wrong. We're not going to accept this. Try, try to think ahead. What are you going to ask him to do before he, you know, redirect him? Now, right. does he like a favorite toy? If he has a favorite toy, when you if you come in the same place all the time, you have that toy there and say, "Hey, look what I got," and toss the toy. Okay, okay. and so you're going to give. He's thinking about going after your feet or you know your mm-hmm. legs, and he you're giving him something, you're redirecting him, and get him on something else. Okay, Very but good. just deepen your voice. Ah. You know, leave it. Uh, you know, so if he does get through the barrier, <laughs> yeah, then it's you know, then the correction. But otherwise, try to redirect and then teach him the word back. You know, so that he learns to back away from something. You know, you uh-huh. just kind of shuffle, wing your feet. Okay, do it in the hallway. Have him on a leash and wing your feet so you don't step on him. Yeah, or your heels together and shuffle him forward and say back. Just don't make him go, but just what if he even takes one step and moves it backwards? Oh, good job, good job, good job. And then back. Mm-hmm. And what you want him to? It takes it takes a lot to take four paws and move them backwards in a straight line. And so that's what you do because I, I my my dogs, boy, if I even say think the word back, man, they can back faster than they can go forwards. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what he needs to do: teach him a new word. So if he gets too close to something, ah, ah, ah Simon, back. Thank you. Very nice. What a buddies. 
Well, you know, in class when we practice the, the stay, wait, and then yep. okay, come here. Yep. When he likes that game, he thinks it's a game. So when we, we do it in the house, and then he'll run back and he'll put himself right back in the same spot and wait for me. Oh, wow. Good. <laughs> and so he does, he's really good on the back. It's just that one, I think it's like really affectionate for him when oh, I yeah. get home. Yeah, I know and, he is. He's beside himself because he can't reach. It's because he's so short. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't yeah, reach your hand or your face. You know, he's just, because he gets you to come down to him by doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so he gets you close. Or he, you know, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, and so that's uh, what yeah. it is. Is that's his endearing? If he was a, if he was a lab, he'd be going after your hands. If he's mm-hmm. a great Dane, he'd be going after your face. <laughs> yeah, like, hi, 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 hi! You're home. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Good. So, well, I will apply that. Thank you. Yeah, so but much. just just remember, don't make fall draws out of your comings and goings. Though, when you you want to be able to get all the way through the door, and then maybe to the bathroom or the living room, or, you know what I mean. Don't let things happen at. You know where you first come in, because then mm-hmm. that can create separation anxiety. You know, fall to okay. at the door, coming and going. Okay, I so. will remember that. Thank you okay, so much. Okay, take thanks for the call. Have a great yep. day. Bye bye. Simon, Pekingese. You don't see Pekingese very much. And Simon was the first day of puppy class. He was just like, I think I've died. I think I died. This is not good. This is not good. And he came so far out of his shell. She did a very nice job with him. Perfect. Speaking of shy dogs, what we were saying earlier, you got to help build their confidence. You don't coddle them and go, oh, they're there. It's okay. Like, I will protect you. No, help that dog find confidence. Have, help them look to you for direction. Like, okay, I'm a little worried. What are we going to do together about it? Okay. So it's, it's so, and like I say, I can't, an obedience class is huge. A smaller one, you don't want them to be overwhelmed. If there's, you know, a smaller one means, you know, 10 dogs or less. All right. That's a small, you don't want like 15, 20, 30 dogs that will overwhelm, you know, the, uh, the dog. And it's not the social, I like, they don't take the shy dogs to the dog park thinking that that's what's going to give them. No, 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 no. That's going to pound them into the ground even more. They're scared. They got to slowly come out, evolve and come out of the shell, just like a human that's scared. You don't take them to the Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> on like a Saturday and say, oh, we're, you got lots of people you're going to meet here. You know, you can't do that because the thing is it overwhelms them and they shut down and recoil even worse. Okay, let's see. Okay, if a cat that is by you starts thrashing the tail, what does that mean? We'll be back. Hey, hey we're back. All right, if you got any questions, give a holler, guys. 654 and gals. Uh, 651-641-1071. We still got about 40 minutes left, so give a holler. 651-641-1071. Okay, if a cat that's by you, it starts thrashing its tail. What do you think that means? Like thrashing its tail, like back and forth, like mm-hmm. a yep. like a clock, like mm-hmm. a grandfather well, clock. Thrashing maybe. it, yeah. Um, uh, it uh, it's ready to pounce. It's ready to play. Uh, I don't know. Is, the mood is switched, yeah. and you better pay attention because they're not a happy camper. Yeah. Okay. okay, got it. Yeah, so that's why you know some cats. Um, and, and this this really gets me when people want play rough with cats. You know, like they'll put their hands out. You know, they're all five fingers, and they'll kind of wiggle it, and the cat will you know slam its head into it, and the paws wrap around. You know, and then they'll kind of wrestle with the cat, or they like the cat will lay down, and they'll wrestle with the cat, spin the cat on the floor with their hands on the tummy. Folks, if you if you wrestle with your dog or your cat and play rough, you're teaching them to play rough, to be not nice. And then, like, when you're doing that wiggly hand thing to the cat, you can see that tail starts flicking and flacking and flicking and flacking. And you know what I mean? Like, you can tell the cat's getting, like, I'm getting revved up. I'm getting ticked here. I'm, you know, I'm going. You know, so that's why, like I said, tail of a cat will tell you a lot. So pay attention. Same with the dog. Some people say, well, the dog was wagging his tail when it bit me. 
Well, it might have been right wagging it, but it was not the happy, happy, happy wag. It was a little back and forth and back and forth like, I am going to take you out. <laughs> so that's why you've got to know what the wags mean or the flicks and the thrashes of a cat, okay? So the tail can tell you a lot. Also look at the body language, see if they're stiff. And also look at them to see if they're like, I don't think I like you. Or I think I love you. So you got to pay attention to them. That'll tell you a lot, all right? Okay. Who's up? Okay, it's, uh, open lines, guys. 651-641-1071. Who's up? Okay, we have Nancy on the line. And she has a question about um, grain-free. And apparently there was a new study that came out that said oh. grain-free food causing heart problems yeah, and yeah. dogs. I saw that same so, one. yeah, she's just... Yeah, I saw it. She's wondering what you're thinking about that. Okay. Hi, Nancy. How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. Yeah. Was that Care 11? Um, that did a, Care 11 no, did actually, a thing? Actually, um, it was time for our uh, checkup for our dog, and our vet was all over us because we were feeding her grain-free yeah. diet. Yeah, no, I know. That's uh, that's just hit the fan this week. You know, just like anything, uh, look what they've done in the human world. Like all of a sudden, you drink coffee more than one cup a day, you're going to die. Well, then, you know, a year later, oh, geez, coffee's going to make you live to be 115. You know what I mean? Uh And so there's not enough out there yet. Uh, This is something brand spanking new because all the grain freeze are either lentils, potatoes, you know, such like Mm -hmm. that. And see, that's where like with my dog, you know, Zelda, he's the only one that gets any kind of processed food. The other ones get uh, grain-free. Uh, I mean, they get uh, freeze-dried, dehydrated, or raw. Mm-hmm. And then now uh, Zelda is the only one that gets any kind of processed food. I do one bag of, like, the Nutrisource new beef and rice. And then I'll okay. do a bag of their Prairie Select, which is a grain-free. Okay, then okay. I'll do maybe their trout and rice. And then another bag. You know, I buy the small, the six-pounders, you know, and, and Zelda's 90 pounds, you know. So my, that six-pound only maybe lasts, you know, a week, if that. And then, okay. uh, and so that's what I mean. So if you stay on anything for any length of time, yeah, that, then that's why dogs are meant to, remember, they were, they were put on this earth to be uh, the cleanup crew, to eat right. everything and anything and never get sick. And then we put them in our world and we get, feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. So that's right. why the bigger rotation you can have and the quicker, the healthier it is for the dog, no matter what they're being fed. And so that's why this information with the looms and the potatoes and such like that, that's what a lot of the grain freeze are made out of or with, you know, their basis is that, like I said, I just read that yesterday and I'm just like, oh, Lordy, here we go. And so, yeah. and then, like I said, it's just hitting the fan now. And so I'm just going to wait for the dust. I'm not going to jump on the wagon, you know what right. I mean? And just start, oh my goodness, now what am I going to do? Oh my goodness. Just rotate. Okay, okay. If you, and the more you rotate, you don't have to worry about it because it's not, you know, the dog isn't eating. That's not the only thing my dog is eating. He's eating other things, too. So you're rotating from, say, a rice, a grain to a non-grain. Correct. Yep, because okay, my dog doesn't, it. my dogs doesn't, don't have any allergies. And, right, and, and, and mine doesn't either. Right, and so that's why I do, you know, like I said, I'll do the Nutrisource beef and uh, rice, okay? And then I'll do the right. prairie, grain-free prairie select. And then I'll do maybe the Troughton rice. And then uh, then maybe their um, high plain, you know, grain-free. Or their, you know, they also have uh, in the Pure Vita line, which is a single-source protein. If it says yeah. turkey, it's only turkey. You know, duck, it's only duck. I'll rotate that in, in with the grain-freeze and the other non, you know, like lamb 
lemon brown rice. You know, yeah. so I'm always, I'm rotating and I do it often enough. Most people, when they do a rotation diet, they'll buy a 33-pound bag and yeah. it might last them, you know, like a month and a half, two months. That's not that's not a, rota- a good rotation. It is a rotation, but it's not a good rotation diet. A good, a good rotation diet is balanced variety over time and time is one week. Okay. okay. One okay. week is time. So that's the same thing with us. At the end of the week, we hope we got enough calcium for our bones, enough bees to make this okay. And, you know, enough, you know, that's the same thing with humans. We don't worry about every single solitary day. We have enough, to, you know, the right things right. to run our body. It's balance of variety over time. At the end of one week, did I do everything right that I got enough so that I can move it to the next week okay. <laughs> healthy? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Katie, can I ask you one more thing? Sure. Where can you find the knuckle bones? I cannot find them. I, I've asked the butcher at the grocery store won't cut them for me. I don't know where to get them. What area do you live in? Eden Prairie. Okay, <clears throat> let's see. There should be, if you can find specialty, you see, like, we have Grenhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. Okay. You know, where it's, a, it's it, this is what he does. He cuts up meat, okay? And right. so uh, he, he, uh, if you vi- find a, a butcher that cuts meat, you can ask him, I need this size. When, you know, next time you cut meat, can you cut me some this size? All right. And so okay. if you build a rapport, there's brines down in Stillwater that will do that. Uh, where uh, a special team, you know, where this is their, this is all they do. They, they butcher meat and then, and you go buy your steaks and your chops and your chickens and such like that, you know, from them. If you go to like the big box stores, they're just, they're, you know, throwing it through. They don't have time to mess with dog bones. Right. <laughs> so that is, yeah. that's why you just have to look around in your area and look for a place that just sells, you know, meats where you can order like, you know, you, you can get your steaks and, and such like that. And and then you just find out what days they cut on, and you okay. build a rapport. Find out if he drink what he drinks. If it's Bush Light, bring him a six pack. No, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that's what you just got to do, and, and it, it'll work out because, like I oh. said, they they love to get people in. And, uh, I like to pride myself with uh, Grunhoffers. I got many people through his door when he first opened that you know uh, meat place. For dog bones, because he was right on as you're coming out to my place. Okay. So I'd get people buy one bone, we get one free on your way home. Stop in there and get it. So I got people going into his place, and then uh, they got to then they saw everything they had. He had in there. He has 106 right. flavors of brats. You know, he has you know the, all these great uh, uh, chops and steaks and chicken. And so now all of a sudden, I kind of help build some clientele by just okay. sending them in there for butcher bones. <laughs> Katie, what's the name of that place? It's called Grunhofer's Old Fashioned. Fashion meats. It sounds like a place to go to. Oh, it is. He's oh, if you go in there, you just walk at the front door, take a left, go down to the end cooler, and all the bones are heaped in the end freezer. And there's a bag outside. You just stuff your bag on what you want. I don't remember how much it is a pound. So oh, anyway, but yeah, yeah it, it, he's got a hundred and I think he's up to 106, might even be more uh, brats. The best brat oh that I love, I love his bacon cheddar, oh. and then I love his apple cinnamon. <laughs> and um, that's a that great breakfast good. I brought. That's great for breakfast. No, and then, um, but yeah, he's got so many that you're just like, are you? And he's got known, but with his gummy bear bear brought. Yes, oh, he's got gummy bears in the brought. So. Oh my gosh. So anyway, yeah, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats and Hugo. I mean, he's an awesome, uh, spends very nice, great people, uh, great place. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you're it. You're no problem. You have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Where are we at, miss? It is time for trivia. Trivia! Yes. Ding, ding, ding. All right. 
A cat purrs at 22 cycles per second, which is the same as something idling. We'll be back. Thank you again for spending um, some of your Sunday with me. That's so nice of you. And it's a beautiful Sunday it is. So I will be going home. Uh, and, and, and tomorrow's my birthday. I'm going to be 73, you know. Remember we discussed this earlier. Always be older than what you are because then you will always look like wow factor. Instead of spending all that money at the salons trying to look young like you're in high school. I got my 45th anniversary. 40, 45th. Um, high school reunion coming in. All those I uh, know out there that have gone to Alexander Ramsey in Roseville, the 45 year reunion is September 8th at the Roseville Legion up on County Road C. So if you've got time, please stop in there. It's going to be, I believe it's like six o'clock at night. So that's September 8th, March your calendar. Come on in, stop by, say hi. You know, I'm just plain nosy. I just like to see how everybody did and what they're up to. And, and just, that's why I love it. You know I mean? That's just, that's just me. I want And so you love dogs. Did you ever do anything with dogs? Yes, I did. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I'm nosy. It is what it is. Okay. A cat's purr at 22 cycles per second is the same as an idling car. Close. Truck? No, it's diesel engine. Oh. A diesel engine. Okay, then. Isn't that something? That is. 22 cycles per second, the same as idling diesel engine. Yikes. And did you know cats... uh, I don't know a lot about cats. Yeah. Cats can purr no matter if they're inhaling or exhaling. Now, okay, I did notice that. I did notice that. But one thing that amazes me is I'm feeding my horse Jake, right? Yeah. Okay, he's 31 years old. A real 31. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's 21 and I'm making him 31 like I'm doing with myself. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So the thing is, is that I, when I'm feeding him, he gets so excited. You know, you talk. Yeah. Okay. So then I put the feed in and he's eating. He's got a mouthful of food and he's still. He's still talking. He's talking with food in his mouth. I did not know a horse could keep talking with food in his mouth. So I learned something about that. That, that he can still talk. Where are his manners? <laughs> yeah, where he's got food in his mouth. That's, it totally blows my mind. Get up, That's my funny. buddy Jake. That's funny. I, I can't believe he's like that old. Like, yeah, it's 31. Wow. Every day every gift's a, every day's a gift for yeah. my Jake. Yeah, I love that horse. You have no idea how much I love that horse. I've had, uh, Mariah loved her just for the fact that her gates were unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Cebu was a great horse. Uh, Golden, Va- Golden Valley. <laughs> Golden Valley, hey. <laughs> Golden Boy was a good horse. But and then uh, but there's horses just like in dogs. I've had a lot of dogs, a lot of cats, but there's a couple that just ping your heart. And, yeah. And Jake and Zach were the two that, uh, and Jake is kind of a reincarnation of my pony Zach. I mean, they look the same markings. All, all it is is Jake is a huge version of my pony Zach. Yeah. And they both were incessive talkers. Oh, And just okay. like giant lawn ornaments. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, they were, ju- they were <laughs> yeah. just like, what are you doing over there? And they were like right. this. And yeah. they, held, they do whole conversations with you, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, Zach and my buddy Jake are two, two of, I, I really love them a lot. But anyway, okay, let's head for the phones. Okay, sounds good. So we have Barb on the line, and Barb has a question about a, a dog that died. Oh, bummer. Okay, hey, Barb, how you doing? Hi, good. Good, good. So what's the scoop? Um, I have a bit, I had a Bichon. Um, she died just short of 13 years old. Okay. And she just died. She 
she was seemed to be fine. I had her, she had a physical this year, earlier okay. this year, mm-hmm. and the doctors, the vet said that she was, for her age particularly, she was in very good shape. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she said she rarely saw a Bichon live past 13. Oh, well, I don't know about that. But, I hate when doctors yeah, do I that. Yeah, I don't either. That's, yeah, that's, I, didn't, I, I, I thought we'd have a few good years yet. Yeah. Yes, but huh. I went to bring her to the vet on a Sunday morning, and I her take her last breath. Wow. And she was just gone. What was going on? Well, you take her to the vet for a reason, correct? Right, because she um, Thursday night she had her last, kind of her last meal. Friday night she would lick some peanut butter. Saturday she was kind of frumpy, but I just thought I'll just wait until tomorrow. And I went, I literally went to pick her up and she was gone. Wow. I saw her, I saw her take her last breath. Okay. Um, so no one's, do you, when's the last time you had blood work done on her? Oh, probably a year ago. Okay. Because uh, you, when they seem to go that fast, it, believe it or not, I mean, now fast to me is, okay, yeah, the dog went into his bed, you went and made yourself a sandwich, and you came back okay. out, your dog is gone. That's fast to yeah. me, okay? That usually you suspect aneurysm, heart heart attack, okay? Okay. But okay. What, what you are witnessing there, you know what I mean? I would guess that it was cancer. You know, whereas they, okay. and the dogs and cats, our pets try to not show they're vulnerable and they're hurt and they're, you know, things... And we usually see them literally at their last, you know what I mean? Where they just, they can't do it anymore. They've tried to look as perky and positive, you know, for us. And then all of a sudden they start waving, you know I mean? They are just in such tough shape that they just are. And then all of a sudden it it just hits the skids. I've lost a couple dogs. Uh, it, it within, you know, the three, four day thing. One was cancer of the liver and I didn't even know, had no idea. The you know, same thing, blood work a year ago. And then all of a sudden, um, um, I would get a call from my husband and he said, Nikki, I think's dying. I said, I just dropped her off uh, two hours ago because we were at a thing. And he says, no, I think Nick's dying. And I came home and honest to God, she, there she was flat out and she died uh-huh. on the way to the vet too. And then I said, do an autopsy. I said, I, I want to know what the heck happened here. And so what right. it was is that he had, she had cancer of the liver and the tumor split and she bled to death. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So Internally that, then? Yes. Yes. She bled internally. internally. Yep, okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And so that's why, um, cause he asked me, he said, was she hit by a car? I said, no, he, she said he, her belly's filling up with blood and that's oh. why, because the tumor split. Okay. And okay. so, yeah. And, and my Brody, uh, two weeks before, uh, he was fine. We were dating. Everything was just picture perfect. And then all of a sudden one morning I wake up and he has got crap from one end of the basement to the other. And oh, it's just okay. like, what the heck? And so anyway, brought him in and to retook. He just had blood tests two weeks before that and he was fine took blood tests his stats were all over the flipping map all over the flipping map nothing was right and he that he uh it was i had him for three days uh trying to bring him around and he just crashed and uh i had to have him put down so they can go that fast because if i had brought her in on saturday when she was acting frumpy would there been anything they could have done my guess is not just for the fact that, okay. like I said, she tried to hold on as best as she could for you. You know, she right. didn't want you to see that she was wavering and that there was a problem. Don't ever okay. do the woulda, shoulda, couldas. Don't ever do that. And But we can't help when we lose those guys. It's like, but what didn't I? And like with Nikki, when the one that died with the liver, you know, the her liver, the tumor split. Okay, now uh-huh. hindsight, you know, when I found out that it was liver cancer and the tumor split, there's some certain little things that now I'm aware of it, okay? I wasn't aware at the time. Little 
things that she had done a couple weeks before that that would add clearance to a uh, credence to what was going on. Okay, she was totally mm-hmm. out of character. Like. <clears throat> she would never come upstairs uninvited. I mean, she, hell would freeze over before she would come upstairs. Okay, there was uh, two weeks before she left. I, I turned around and she's looking at me right in the face like, what are you doing up here? You know what I mean? There was little uh-huh. things that she did. It's almost like she didn't feel well, but didn't know how to tell me. She went out of character. Not lot, you know, not being mean or anything like that, but just things that she normally didn't do. And so it's, yeah. So the thing is, is that uh, it, it's tough. We, we want to pin. And the only thing that, you, uh, and heads up to everybody, if you lose a dog and you're really thrown for a loop, had an autopsy done because that's the only way it's going to let you know. I was going to. But it was two hundred forty dollars, yep. and because it was on a Sunday, yep. and they would have had to take her to the U of yep. M. I just, I know it. I didn't. I don't. I know. It's just it's, like with people. We can never be sick on that. You know, from nine to five. <laughs> right. We got to be a wind up in an ER, and that's the same thing as our pets do, too. You yeah. know. But yeah, so it's. But the whole thing is, is just it just. Uh, cherish the time you had with her and don't yeah. beat yourself up that had I, you know, the woulda, shoulda, coulda, don't go there. Because she wouldn't want that from you to be feel that miserable. It's hard enough to lose her, but don't do right. the woulda, shoulda, couldas. All right? Because well, she didn't, you know, I think of cancer as lumps and bumps, yep, but no, there was uh, none of that. No. No, there's a the inside. No, the way it, 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 it works. No. Like I said, I had no idea with Nikki that her, her liver was full of term, tum- tumors. Aww. All right? But she didn't act like it. I mean, at yeah. all, okay. And so, do you that, think that's what this was—liver cancer? Well, who knows? No, Likely. you know, who knows? Yeah, we don't. We, okay. yeah, we don't know. But when they start, you know, going off a of feed and they start getting lethargic, you know, that's when you, it's time for blood work and find out, you know, what's going on in there. And sometimes okay. they do an ultrasound to find out there's a tumor sitting right on the heart that all of a sudden just, you know, decided grew just enough to affect everything else. Uh, you know sure. what I mean? That's what I mean. It's such a a crap fest as far as what could have happened. But I, 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 my dollar to donuts that it was a tumor somewhere that just grew enough to, to make everything go wackadoodle. Okay. Okay. And it's like I said, don't, okay. don't, don't beat yourself up. Don't say, Oh, why didn't I see this? Or why couldn't it do, you know what I mean? It, it is what it is. Right. And we do, you just got to cherish the memories, get a good picture of her, blow it up and hug and kiss it a lot. <laughs> right. You'll okay. meet again at the rainbow bridge. Okay. That's right. Thank okay. You. Kiddo. Bye-bye. Yeah, Rainbow Bridge, boy, I'll tell you. This week, I had three people that have lost uh, pets this week. Oh, no. It was not good. Yeah, I had to do, print the Rainbow Bridge out three times. So, And oh. both, yeah, I had one guy come down and say, I just don't know if it's time. She's 14, but she's naming off all this stuff. She's, not, you know, pottying all over the place. She's yeah. restless at night. I said, look at her quality of life. Is, is that fun for you or her? I said, she's trying to hold on and she just, you know, uh, try, is not ready to let go. And so I said, you just got to, I shouldn't say not ready to let go, but you know what I mean? She's just trying yeah. to might to make it work and it's not working. So Yeah. Haven't they done like studies or something saying that when dogs, especially dogs, when they're not feeling well, like they will do their best to like stay yes. with their yeah. owner or like stay alive because they know that their owner is like feeling down or whatever, knowing yes. that they're about to pass and what yeah. whatnot. No, there's a lot. And there's a lot of people that are big believers that their dogs absorb some of their cancer. Oh. They, they, the dog got cancer before their they, diagnosis oh. of cancer. And they really believe that the cancer wouldn't, was not as bad for the fact that the dog absorbed Absor- that. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I mean, hey, you know what? Hey. I believe in, you know, there is nothing I do not not believe. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, it's just, yeah, it's craziness yeah. out there. It really is. It's it like, is. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. What are we up to? Trivia. Trivia. Yeah. Ah, oh, this is going to be the last cat one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what one to do. Uh-oh. 
Okay, is it whatever? Uh, oldest cat. Oldest cat died in 1939. So we'll let you think about how old you think that cat could be. We'll be back. Yes, we're back. We're winding down the time. Here at KDK9, we want to thank Northwestern Wisconsin uh, Spay and Neuter Clinic. They have very, very reasonable overall care for all your pets. Uh, it's in Amory, Wisconsin, but uh, it's well worth it. Our beautiful drive. You can go to Turtle Lake there and have a lunch, breakfast, lunch, or whatever type thing, or try your luck. But uh, but like I said, it's well worth it with Dr. Jill and Dr. Jeff over there at uh, Northwest Amory, Northwest Veterinary uh, Clinic uh, for low-cost uh, overall health services and uh, course uh spay and neuter all right so then you know thanks to them and thanks to uh pet cremation service of minnesota uh john those are and that's something that we don't we were just talking you know dog she lost her dog and we don't think of that what are we going to do same when we lose somebody you know right. a human yeah okay what are we going to do I, oh my goodness what do i do you know you're so, such in shock or whatever type thing and you're so distraught and so you know think ahead you know we plan ahead for our well, yeah. some people do you know but you know we know we're going to lose them Right. You know, so let's have a plan. Uh, am I am I cremating them? Am I burying them? Am I what kind of urn am I going to do? And it's not morbid to me. It's, it's not. At no, all. I mean, I, I just think it's that it's just because you are such do, so distraught. Yeah. That you want to make a better decision than just grasping at straws. And then after the dust is settled, you go, gee, I wish I would have done this or gee, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. So. Yes. So anyway, so that's why, um, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, but that's uh, uh, Minnesota Pet Cremation Services. So, and then also New Source, of course, and Whoppity Labs. Everybody says, what is the name of that supplement? I get so many emails. What's that name of that really good supplement you like? <laughs> Whoppity, W-A-P-I-T-I. Every time I see it or every time I'm just like, you know, someone's like talking about supplements, I always hear it in your voice. Oh, yeah. I hear Whoppity Labs. And I'm go. like, yep. Now, you remember what Wapiti means, right? No. The, na- the name Wapiti means large white rump. Oh, yes. Deer. Yes, I remember which that. Is now. an elk. Yes, okay? I remember that. Because I'm like, why would you take Wapiti? I thought it was maybe somebody's <laughs> last name or whatever. Yeah. But no. It or means, like each letter stood for something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, no, large white rump or butt. <laughs> so remember that. What's that supplement, it's a, uh, that's a supplement that means large white butt? <laughs> yeah. Just say I need the large white butt. Supplement. There you go. I'm sure people will know what you're talking about, right? There yeah. you go. Exactly. So yeah, see, they still get free as well since we're talking. We still get free shipping if you order online and put in the letter K T K nine. Uh, you can get free shipping uh, from anything that you order at Wapiti Labs. You know, remember they have dog, cat, and human products. So yeah. Okay, what am I doing? Um, we were gonna talk about how old the oh, cat the oldest was. cat, the oldest cat on record from England, died in 1939, just one day. Sh- Day after her, her, how much, how many years do you think? <laughs> uh, 22nd birthday, 36. Oh dear. I don't know how you can documentate that. that I was going to say, yeah, old, but yeah. What just one day after her 36th birthday. Interesting. We need of all, we could have all our cats and our dogs, you know, that yeah. live that long. Yeah. From England, 1939. Uh, her name was Puss. Oh, okay. <laughs> the average for a cat to live is 15 to 20 years. Okay. And I've had two cats. One was 22 and one was 25. Yeah. Carla was 22 and Mittens was 25. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I've lost most of mine between 18 and 20. Oh. 21, so. But anyway. But that's so. still a long life. Oh, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, some of them were born at the place because somebody <laughs> dropped off a cat and, oh, there's yeah. a litter. So. <laughs> there's one cat, Snuggles. This guy came to pick up some, to take some of the cats. Will found, you know. Yeah. And, and the guy came and took Snuggles. Yeah. 
I, by the time I gave it to Will and he walked on the sidewalk to give it to this guy. Yeah. I was I was just a basket case. I was a bawling my head up. And finally I stuck my head out. I said, Never mind, we're keeping that cat. And my husband who, you know, looks at me like, What? He's probably what? rolling his eyes I, at I, you. Let him take someone else. Yeah. He's not taking that one. I gotta keep that cat. You know. So That's anyway. funny. And, and Snuggles lived to be uh what, nineteen? Oh the cat was Velcro. I could do chores yeah. with my that cat wrapped around my neck. You know, I'm pulling pails oh or whatever. God. He would just hang there like, you know, like, yeah, okay, who are we feeding next? Like a little scarf. Yeah, he's the he, he, rightful name, Snuggles, yeah. yeah. He was kind of also Velcro. Once he got yeah. in your lap, he wouldn't get off. Okay, let's head to the phone line. Okay, Dale just wants to wish someone a very special day. Oh, my. Alrighty then. Yeah. Hi, Dale. Hey, hey Dale. Hi, Katie. I want to wish you a very happy birthday tomorrow. Well, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. You have helped so many pets and so many people over the years. It's just amazing. (laughs) Uh, The story I had was when my wife and I took your pet nutrition class from you and Dr. Jess a number of years ago, Uh and I'd recommend that to everybody. Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, I looked across your big room, and Gilligan was pretty new to you then, (laughs) and our eyes locked. And he was in my lap in about three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) When you talked about uh, uh, eye contact with dogs before, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, boy, you'd give him the the look, and he's like, okay, I'm coming. (laughs) I'll take your lap, sure. But, oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the class. and and love your show and and listen every week. So thanks again for all that you do. Well, thank you. Have a great birthday. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yay, Bappy Birthday to me. Yeah. I always write Bappy Birthday on my uh, birthday cards. Bappy Birthday. Yeah. And finally, somebody asked me, why do you do Bappy Birthday? Yeah. I said, a happy birthday. Well, first of all, I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Second of all, but what it is is that, you know, people that have too many cocktails, which a lot of people drink on their birthdays, and all of a sudden, happy birthday doesn't come out. It comes out Bappy Bappy Birthday (laughs) after too many cocktails. (laughs) That's funny. That's why I write Bappy Birthday on on cards. That is too funny. Okay, let's see if we quick squeeze in one more. Yes, and this is Lori. Lori has a question about how how to introduce a dog to a cat. All right. Hi, Lori. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Happy birthday. I just had my big five zero last week. So. Oh, congratulations. No, now you're six zero. Remember, oh. you got to be older than what you are because you know okay. always look doggone good for who, what you are. Yeah, <laughs> that makes that's any right, sense. That's right. So you, hey, um, I have a quick question. Yes. I, my daughter is moving back from uh, North Carolina, and she, when she was there, she rescued a pit bull mix. Okay. Best dog, just a great dog. Yep. Well, she's moving back in with us, and um, she, we just got a kitty from Honduras. She's probably about three or four months old. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, it was a rescue kitty. And um, my question is, we tried to introduce the two the other day by just having the dog on the leash and um, bringing that in, him into um, our home with the cat. Okay. And he just wanted to charge after her. Plus, she got scared and fled. Yeah. Um, but we're trying to figure out how to introduce them in a in a good way. Well, kid, you know the thing. I, I'll tell you the truth. There are some dogs that will not just will not befriend a cat. Uh, especially if the dog has a high prey drive if he likes chasing squirrels or running for a ball and things like that if they're a shaker and a mover most of them will take out a cat and the thing is is yeah because the thing is is that they they just have a high prey drive um all my years of you know uh having cats and dogs i've been looking for a new dog i always did the cat test you know you put them on a line walk them by past a whole bunch of cats or even one cat if the dog looks at it like oh cat and walks on by you're coming home otherwise they go 
Yep. Move, I dare you. Then it's like, nah, not so much. You're not coming home. I've had a couple dogs that I really, truly loved, and they did. They failed the cat test. Major, you know, I wanted to adopt them really bad. That yeah. everything I want, but boy, they could not pass that cat test. And some dogs, yeah. they, there isn't. Yeah, there. I would never ever leave them alone. You might think that, like, while you're there, things might be oh, so so. You know, but they, you would never leave those two and alone in the same room. That that that's an accident waiting to happen. And really? I've seen, oh, I've had that happen before. People that oh, they're getting along real good, but not with this young a kitten either. This young kitten is ready. That's a sit and bait right there. And oh, so the thing really? is, yeah. And so the thing is, is that um, what you just got to do is like you can put the you know the cat in a kennel, yeah. So the dog can sniff it a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, just let him sniff, and then use the word leave it, leave it. Okay, so what you're after is to get him that he will, when you say leave it, he'll take his attention, you know, off of it. Right. But the whole thing is, is that if he's just like locked and loaded, like, come on, cat, come on, give me that cat. Yeah, that's not going to work. And that's just the way it is. And so you can you muzzle him. actually do some damage to the cat? Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, yes. I can't even tell you the stories of, of uh, dogs taking out cats. So it's uh, oh. because, like I said, when they run, man, they're on it, like, right away. And, you know, yeah. a dog that is just very calm and will go up gently knows the cat where the cat can sniff. And, yeah. you know, the best, well, man, like my, all my dogs, uh, you know, the cat would come up to sniff them and then, like, bat them on the nose. And the yeah. dog would, like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And then, you know, head for the hills. <laughs> you know? Right. They had no intimate, they didn't want to be friends. But the, as, then oh, pretty soon the, the cats would eventually warm up to the dogs and the dogs would allow them to warm up, you know. So, but the thing is, the cat dogs, all my dogs are all scared of cats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. Are you thinking probably not going to work? Uh, my, my guess, you know, not, I will never say never, all right? Okay. But the thing is, is that I wouldn't want to chance it because if the dog right. was that focused on that cat, you know yep. what I mean? Like, whoa, that, that is, you know, it's, it's not good. All right. Yeah, and, and he was very, very interested and wanted to charge it. So yeah, yeah and so that's why I, I wouldn't chance it. Okay. Okay. okay so right. you got to have separate. You know, somebody, somebody's got to be separate here, and and they can no paths should cross. But you can try her in a kennel and such like that. But it, and work on the word leave it. But you don't ever put them together and, and think it's going to work out. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, kiddo. I'm sorry I don't have the magic wand. Everybody, thanks thanks for listening. And uh, Bappy, Bappy, Hurtay. I'll be a whole 73 tomorrow. And so you all have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, will be here. Bye.